With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and thanks so much for listening in to Loretta McNary Live. This is our lunch show, and we are so excited about the new things that are happening. And for those of you who are used to hearing Face of the Next Step Radio, with me as the host, we have kind of transitioned that um, show into Loretta McNary Live with the branding of the Loretta McNary TV show. And uh, for those who know, I've been uh, on Facebook telling you who my guest is today, Rachel Hendricks, the lead actress in the new movie coming out on March 23rd, is Rachel Hendricks, and her story is so amazing. To me, it's like a Cinderella story um, in the movie, and I'll let her come on and talk to you about that. But she's been in, um, on screen, on TV um, many times. She's done a lot of musical videos, just a, a brilliant mind in how she evolved in this role as Hannah in the movie October Baby. But before she calls in and comes on, um, there's so many things I wanted to talk to you all about and tell you about the new format of the show. It's pretty much going to be the same thing with celebrity interviews, filmmakers, TV stars, um, musicians, authors, uh, motivational speakers, pastors, um, choirs. <laughs> it's going to be all of that. And then great topics. And it's always live, so you please feel free to call in. Actually, we can have some calls now until Rachel calls in. The number to call in to Loretta McNary Live is 347-539-5772, 347-539-5772. And I believe Rachel is calling in. Let me get her on the line. Hi, caller. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live. Hi, this is Rachel Hendricks. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to Loretta McNary Live. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I feel like I know you because ever since I started having the conversation some months ago with Michael Conrad, um, I have been researching Mm -hmm. you, Googling you, and everything that I read and saw was so awesome. Well, thank you. And your story to me is like, yeah, it's like a Cinderella story, though. You just came from, you know, seemingly nowhere to um, on your first gigs. You were just like acing it and wowing everybody, and that's really how you got offered the role of Hannah um, without them going with a more experienced actress. I mean, I just want you to tell that story. First, tell us, because I know, and this was so funny when I read that you went to see the movie Titanic like seven times when you were 12 years oh old. Oh, my gosh. That was fun. Yeah, when I found out I found out that it was coming back in theaters, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, hold me back. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out in 3D. What are you going to do? I, I, own, I own that. 
Um, I don't know. I'd like to. I haven't had any time because of what we're doing right now with the movie. But um, the little girl in me, the 12-year-old who's in love with Jack Dawson, really wants to go see it again. But I uh, I own it on DVD and have continued to, to watch it probably once or twice a year. So I'm fine. I'm fine if I don't go. But I, I do... I do like that movie very much. <laughs> oh my! What is it about the movie? Because that's that's really a tough movie to watch. Although they did an incredible job of you know redoing everything, and it's just so hard for me to watch, especially when the boat. You know, you know what's going to happen, it's and you watch these people have it's a great a time. One. You know what yeah. it is? Is when I was younger, I loved history. I love tragic history. I love reading about it, and it inspires me because I want to you know be a part of. I want to be. I always wanted to be a part of telling those stories. Like, and so when I was really young, um, the yes of the year I was born, that's when they found the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean for the first time. It was 1985, and uh, the year I was, that was the year I was born. Well, when I was around seven or eight years old, I was kind of obsessed with the whole finding of it, and I watched these videos on the encyclopedia that I had on my computer. I was really interested in the Titanic and the story of the Titanic. So when the movie came out. Not the story and the love story and all of that. I was more excited about the fact that they were reenacting something that I had kind of really delved into, like the real story. So that was amazing to me. That was the coolest part. But the story, wow. even so, was was wonderful and very entertaining. So that's why that's why I like Titanic so much. <laughs> and for you, able to verbalize it so wonderfully, so that we can understand your your love and almost your. Um, fanaticism about the movie Titanic. So tell me, when you were 12 and you were going to see the Titanic multiple times, did you ever say or see yourself on the big screen? No, absolutely not. Um, I thought I'd be behind the camera. Like, I want to make this. I want to do this. I want to be a part of this story, making the story happen. Um, And you don't think when you're young like that that you can... Um, some kids do maybe Some kids are born knowing what they want to do mm-hmm. Nobody's going to stand mm-hmm. in their way I would just like mm-hmm. so many different things But it was hard It was hard for me to say that I'm going to stick to this one thing Or know even how to start really um, But that where I am now has shown, Is really showing me that um, That it's not really up to me At this point To, <laughs> to be making plans for myself Because opportun- opportunities are coming And I can say yes or no And I said yes and I'm excited about about what's coming, what's going to be happening in the future. <laughs> okay, tell us how did you get from watching the Titanic a thousand times to starring? And I know a lot of things took place prior to that, so I want to lead up to it. So, by um, instead of us just diving into the movie, which will premiere in select theaters March 23rd, um, called October Baby, with you playing the lead actress Hannah. So. Before we get to that, tell me how. What were your steps? What were some of the things that happened in your life, and what did you pursue, and what pursued you prior to that even happening? Well, I studied photography at the University of Montevallo, and another fellow photography student was set up on a blind date with a director, and she told me about it. Um, she was saying, you know, we need to we need to meet this guy. He's a great guy. But he has this glamorous job, and I don't really know. I don't know much about it. What is his glamorous job? He has, and he's a filmmaker. And so I thought that was neat because I had done a few student films, and I was interested in theater. In high school, I was Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz in high school, 
Um, and so I really liked acting, but I'd never done anything on the other side of the camera because I'm studying, you know, studying photography. So mm-hmm. I met with Andy, uh, Andy Irwin, who is the, co- the co-director of October Baby with uh, his brother, John Irwin. I met him and Mandy at the, um, at the restaurant. And we were just talking about regular things. You know, it wasn't really a big issue. We were not there. I was not there to schmooze. or I was just there to meet this guy who was dating my friend. Well, he invited another filmmaker to the, to the dinner um, by the name of Chris Kimlin. And Chris Kimlin is a really talented director as well and was working for them at the time. So I met with Chris Kimlin um, for the first time, and we talked about football and TV shows and just regular things. By the end of the, the evening, he looked at me and he said, "I think I think I want to put you in a short film of mine. What do you What do you think about that?" And I realized that I was totally fine. Let's try it out. And I said, "I don't know if you're going <laughs> to like my work, but um, sure, okay." And all of that resulted in a nine-minute short film called Letting Go that later on John and Andy Irwin, who had nothing really to do with the short film, they saw it. And John was mm. like, ooh, I need to put her somewhere in some of our stuff. So they cast me in a short film they were doing, and they cast me in a Michael W. Smith music video. Then I landed a couple commercials um, for a Toyota dealership. And then ultimately all of that led to... <clears throat> the filming of a of a TV pilot called Alumni that came out three long three forty minute episodes um, that never got in it got into production but it never went any forward any further than that so we from that time I really had a, an emotionally demanding role in Alumni and uh-huh. they wrote the hand the hand apart because of my experience on Alumni and I saw that um, maybe I'd be able to do the emotional things. Maybe I'd be able to portray Hannah the way that they saw her. So they sent me, the, they wrote the script really with me in mind, and they sent it to me while I was living um, living abroad. And I read it, you know, I read it and was just like, wow, this is powerful. And I was emotionally moved by it. And so, of course, I said yes. I would have been crazy not to. <laughs> Okay, that I mean, you told so much in such a little amount of time. I know people are like, I want more, because I know you're <laughs> so limited with this movie premiering on Friday. Our interview is going to be kind of, you know, short. So you've done so much, and then I, I really love the fact that when you went to meet these guys, knowing that they were filmmakers, you didn't bring out your whole little um your books about I've done this, I've done this, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, which I think a lot of people make that mistake. Now, for some people it works, but I think that women are so relational anyway. So Uh I think how you did that, I think that that is very instrumental in you being where you are today because you weren't pushy. And I know aggression, aggressive behaviors and attitudes does have its place, especially in the industry, industry that we're in, entertainment. So I commend right. you for how you handled yourself and how you went with each little thing. And you you brought up a good point about you said when you read it, you were emotionally attached to it. And that's one thing that I've been reading and hearing critics say. You nailed that role. And for you to be not as experienced as some of the actresses um, that are in Hollywood, that type, but your emotions, and that, that role is highly emotional because you had to cry a lot. You had to be sad a lot. 
and um, angry, we can kind of talk angry about and and, yeah, angry <laughs> and um, out of control and bitter because of the things that you know you found out without giving away a lot of the plot. But mm-hmm. how were you able to reach that deep as a young actress? Not only young in age, but young and experienced. I think that's a really good question, and I appreciate you looking into it and, and looking up, you know, a little bit about who I am because um, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of me all over the internet right now because my photography that I've continued to do, as well as what's happening with my with my acting, it's like people don't think it's people think it's two different people. And um, sometimes I feel like I'm two different people in two different worlds, but um, it works right now. And because I have a lot of other things that I love to do, um, I love acting, don't get me wrong. I think that I could do this for the rest of my life and be thrilled. I love it. It's like the most amazing job. It's hard work, but it's a wonderful job. I have a lot of things I love to do, and if for whatever reason it didn't work, and I wasn't dealt the cards to continue on, it wouldn't ruin my life. And I'm aware of that. I think that I think that being a part of this movie has been huge. And if never any director ever comes up to me again and says, we want you to be in our film, or if I never have an opportunity to audition again, I would be devastated. But I also know that I'd be okay. And I have a life, you know. I have, I have a husband. One day I want children. And I think that... Um, that that lack of desperation is helping me. I don't know how. And it will open so many more doors for you. I promise. You know what? This is just the beginning for you. And I like that you said you're not so emotionally attached to, you know, being on the big screen and other things happening that you'll be okay. And I think people like you not only inspire other people, but that just brings great karma and great in the universe bringing things back to you. And I say, God, to really bless you because you understand you you are still valuable. You are still Rachel Hendricks when that's all said and done. And so you bring uh-huh. that to your characters and you, uh, honey, I think it's the Oscars and I see you there. I so see you there on that red carpet Thanks going so to get much. an award. Yeah, because uh-huh. you're real. <laughs> you're so real. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. You're so sweet. No, really, that's really encouraging. It is. I hope you feel that way because I mean it, um, in every sense of being complimentary to you because this interview will be heard by a lot of people, and I want them to understand that if you get so caught up in your last greatest thing that you did, whether it's basketball or movies or a musician or what, or science is discovering something, that was in your past still. So you got to understand mm-hmm. you got to keep working. Life goes on after that. And I think uh-huh. you said it in yes. such a way that's so honorable to people. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm really excited to see see what does what what is laid in front of me. What doors are opening up to me in the end? But you know, it's all it's all a uh, it's a business in a lot of ways. It really boils down to to business and passion and the things that we love and the things that we are given opportunities to be a part of. And I I just was was would have been crazy to not have uh, jumped right in. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> and and you did because I, I, like I said I've been reading a lot about October Baby I, even before we booked this I'm on an email list for Provident or some, some kind of list mm-hmm. that I get these emails 
um, being on TV does have its perks. You get so much knowledge um, yeah. to it even happening. So um, October Baby opens in select theaters this Friday, March 23rd. So I'll encourage everybody to go see it because it's a movie with just a huge message of hope, forgiveness, and just the beauty of life. And it just kind of massages that message that every life, every life, every birth is valuable, whether that life is one month old or a hundred years old. There's so much deep value in that life and that everybody deserves an opportunity to be loved, to be protected, to be sheltered, to be nurtured, and to become, excuse me, um, whatever valuable person that God intended for them to be. And so this movie does that. And your girl, let me tell you, I've just been able to see trailers and everything that I've seen you in. You have to reach so deep with that and just really become mm-hmm. Hannah. So it just shows, can you tell us how you prepared for that role? I know you read it and you sure. loved it. Uh, did you know just reading it that the fullness of who she evolved into just from reading the script, did it just evolve more as you began to become her? Yeah, you know, I didn't do a lot of preparing because I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what preparing meant for a role because I, I haven't done this professionally um other than just small things with small scripts. So mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know how to prepare for, you know, t- turning into her, becoming her. So I just went into it every day with a fresh perspective, ready to read, the, you know, do the scenes and experience the scenes, how they happen in me naturally, um, which works for a lot of people and works for, it worked for me. And <laughs> I'm thankful that I had directors like Andy Irwin who worked one-on-one with the actors to help us get into that place and get into our heads emotionally um, to to present um, a believable perspective. So I just, I couldn't have done it without Andy Irwin for sure. Um, I think that he, he, I really trust his directorial abilities, and I think that he does an amazing job with the actors, and he did an amazing job with me, and I credit him in a lot of ways to the performance. So, that's how I prepared. I just listened and I took advice. And um, I know that there were days where I was just absolutely fed up. Like, I cannot do it this way. I cannot cry anymore. I cannot do this. I could because <laughs> they pushed me and it worked. <laughs> and so um, that's just that's the experience that I had with it. That is so awesome. I was reading about uh, Dr. Tom Rayner, the president and CEO of Lifeway Christian Resources, and he was blogging about October Baby. And um, one of the things that was so um, relatable to me, well, I'll say what he said. He said, the movie is powerful, compelling, without being preachy and judgmental. Indeed, I would rank it among the most powerful movies I've ever seen. After I saw the movie, I knew God had given me the new marching orders. Tell the world, tell anyone who will listen, get as many people as possible to this movie for its debut weekend, March 23rd. And, oh, my goodness, when I read that, I felt like I had to do something. So I've been on Facebook, I've been on Twitter just finding trailers and um, almost Uh obsessively, you know, trying to get people to understand not only for people who go to church, but I think more importantly for those who will never go inside a church, a mosque, or anything to come see this Mm -hmm. movie because it is really incredible. 
Thank you so much. And that's you know we're trying to to appeal to all audiences, and it's not just about you know the Christians and or the uh, <laughs> the the I don't know any other religious group that yeah um, religious that you people might, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a film that separates you; it's a film that unites you. And I think that just because we're all human beings and we all have humanity that we need to observe and recognize. Um, and so the film, in a lot of ways, is, is appealing to audiences like young young teenage girls. I think the 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 15-year-old girls are just walking out like, that was my favorite movie ever. You know, like totally into it. And love, they love Jason. They love Jason. So, <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's adorable and it's wonderful to know that, that somebody thinks that my movie is the best movie ever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, you know, that, he's not just an everyday person. He is huge and he's seen so much, read so much, um, been a part of so much. And for him to give that kind of accolade, that's just mind-blowing to me. But you know what we have not done? Can we just give a little synopsis about what October Baby is about? So we've talked a lot about your role, which I wanted to do, because I want them to understand who you are so they can really see the depth of you evolving into this role because you're so passionate about it. The, the movie is a story of a 19-year-old girl named Hannah, who discovers that she um, that she was adopted, and she learns this later in her life uh, at 19, which is um, pretty pretty late, I would say, for for a girl um, to learn. But the reason that her parents had kept it from her was because she was a survivor of an abortion, and they adopted her from the hospital. And so she goes on this journey because she's really hurt and she's really confused, and she disguises a spring break trip. Um, she disguises a journey to look for her mother as a spring break trip with some friends from college. And ultimately, throughout this journey, she does get a lot of answers um, that she wasn't really prepared for and okay. ultimately just learns like, the power of forgiveness and letting go and um, that you laugh as hard as you cry and you experience um, the story. You really just journey with Hannah. You walk with her in it and you feel like you're a part of her life being there. And then the theater, you know, when you see the, sc- the big screen, it's just a whole, a whole different experience than seeing it, like, small on a DVD or something. So I just encourage people to see it in theaters um, because it's just different. <laughs> you probably know what I mean. It's just seeing movies and things on DVD. <laughs> and it's unpredictable, so, too. So I want people to think that it's one of those, you know, Oh, yeah, everything turns out all right. But let me tell you, in between the beginning, the middle, and the end, it's unpredictable. You you don't really, you know, you can kind of guess, but you really can't. And I don't know the ending either. But I know there is so much pain in this movie. And then there's so much love from the parents. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, not only to find out that you are adopted, but that your mom, for whatever reason, because I'm not placing any blame here because I, I I'm not that kind of person, she chose to have, you know, tried to do the abortion, and, of course, it didn't work because Hannah's here, and then you found out that you're adopted. See, that's a lot for um, anyone, and then how the writers and the producers and everybody just lovingly kind of massage that message of love, hope, and forgiveness, and then with you as an incredible actress to really um, have us so compelled into your story that we just rally around you and hurt when you hurt, cry when you cry, laugh when you laugh. That's what Hollywood movies are made of. Ah, <laughs> hey, cool. I know in Hollywood didn't really want didn't really want to touch the subject. They're like, we love this movie, but 
we can't touch it because it's about abortion. So we had to go yeah. a totally different way and do it without the studio's help. And thankfully, Provident and Samuel Goldwyn have stepped up for for distribution and have really um, made tons of, of effort to help the film get in theaters, which now it's opening up in around 400 theaters. It's exciting. So it's, it's just amazing to see what this little independent film can do. And I'm exactly. very uh, honored to be a part of it. Okay, I know your time is up, but I, I wanted to also say I know that Hollywood wasn't, you know, supporting this movie, but you guys did everything so right according to the guidelines of a Hollywood movie. That's what I was trying to say, that even mm-hmm. though it wasn't sanctioned by them, but your quality and the message and the compelling uh, work that was done in this movie, um, you know, it makes everybody look good, everybody in the industry look good. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. I know you got to go. I only had a few minutes with you, but I just had to have this interview. I am going to the movie this weekend, and I also am taking um, some of my Pink Eagles um, from my Girls Leadership Development Program to see the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, Great. so I'm we're glad. Thank you. <laughs> and I would think they'll enjoy it. Oh, I'm sure, okay. without a doubt, without a doubt. And then we'll go and have you know some debriefing and and you know talk about what they saw and how they felt when they saw it. Well, Han- um, I'm calling you Hannah, Rachel Hendricks, <laughs> who plays Hannah in the movie October Baby. Thank you so much for being my guest on Loretta McNary Live today. You've been awesome. I'm inspired just again by the story and now talking to you. Um, just, um, I wish and pray for nothing but more success that equal and surpassing what you've already experienced in your life. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, promote the film and take your girls with you to the movies. That's going to be a great time, I think. I do, too. Well, thank you so much, and let's stay in contact, and I'd love to talk to you again And um, after the movie has been in some theaters and you get more great feedback. You have to come back and tell us about it. Okay, sounds great. All thank right, well, much. thank you, Rachel Hendricks. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, we have a couple more minutes left in the show, Loretta McNary Live, and the, uh, we will start taking calls. I wanted, because our time was so limited, did not want to interrupt it with phone calls, but the lines are available now. We have another um, four minutes, three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. Three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. We'll get you into Loretta McNary Live, which is our um, watch show today. This is the first show of Loretta McNary Live, and what better guest to have it than Rachel Hendricks, who plays the lead role in October Baby. She plays Hannah. What an incredible story! Tons of great. Um, um, partnerships are being formed and people are loving it and talking about it all over the place. Social media has really done well, so I expect it to do really well in the um, in the box, at the box where it counts. You know, we can say how lovely the movie is and say we're going to go support it and it's a great story. She's an awesome actress. But unless we go out with our dollars and purchase tickets, then this movie won't, will not get what it deserves and that's to be in more theaters and for more people to be able to to see it. So go out and see October Baby starting March 23rd, which is this Friday coming up. I also want to let you know there are so many things going on here in Mississippi, Tennessee, which is where um, Loretta McNary Live and the Loretta McNary TV show is headquartered. So I want to make sure that you check out our papers, our radios, and Internet to find out what's going on here. 
Um, and, and we're getting ready for one of our busiest seasons, of course, is the summertime. And, of course, Memphis in May will be taking place, uh, April in Africa. So many wonderful events. And you'll see me out there. I uh, have commitments to go to a lot of things this summer in town, out of town. For those of you who have not heard, Loretta McNary's show has received media credentials to cover the 138th annual Kentucky Derby in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, that's cool. Um, love it, love it, love it. And, yes, everybody asks the same question, do you have your hat? Well, I don't have my hat yet, but I am sure to be getting about three or four as I expect to be there Wednesday through Sunday because there's so many events prior to and post Kentucky Derby that we will um, be bringing coverage to you um, when we get back to Memphis, Tennessee. And also um, look forward to seeing you all at the next live taping of the Loretta McNary Show at McNary TV Studios located in the beautiful Hickory Ridge Mall. Um, April 6th is our next live taping, so you want to make sure you mark your calendars to come out and um, see the show happen and, you know, meet the guests and meet me and take some photos and uh, just have a great time. We had a Tony Johnson Catering, which is one of the sponsors of Loretta McNary Live and also Byron and Son's Barbershop on American Way, um, huge supporters of Loretta McNary Show and Loretta McNary Live Radio. Um, Byron and uh, his sons are so active in the community. They are mentors to so many people. So I've got to give a shout-out to them and also to Hilltop Bakery, who also helped make this show available. Thanks goes out to Sherry Henley with Business Over Coffee for getting me um, back on the radio. You know, I, I didn't know how much I missed it, but I have. And I always got to say thanks to my mom, Miss Dorothy, and my dad, rest in peace, dad, for um, nurturing me um, to become who I am today. Could not have done it without the love and care of such wonderful parents. And all my friends and family, you know, you guys, you, you rock. You make it possible. Thanks, Pink Eagle, for all you girls do and all you're going to become. And so um, I will be back on, what's the next date, for Loretta McNary Live. We're going to do a couple more shows in March. So we'll be back on the air March 27th and also March 28th at 11 a.m. for Loretta McNary Live on Block Talk Radio. So you'll have to... Um, like my page on Facebook, Loretta McNary Show, and you'll get all the things that are going on and around Memphis and with the show. So look forward to talking to you all and meeting you all on the street and at different events. Thanks so much to Jan Cardona, who is the executive director of B&I Mid-South. So the interview with the author, entrepreneur, Hazel M. Walker. You guys rock. Thanks for the invitation on yesterday. As always, everybody, think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and I will see you real soon. The Red Missionary Live, checking out and checking in. Thank you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.